Welcome to the Anti-Burnout Club, an exclusive club for those who are over the hustle culture BS, those who are tired of burning out and feeling stressed, and those who want to thrive while still becoming a success. I'm Beck Spiller, an accidental poet, an anxious entrepreneur, and your host. Welcome to the club. Hello and welcome back to the Anti-Burnout Club. I hope you're all doing okay. Um, I've spoken to quite a few of you on Instagram and other social media recently and I know that so many of you are feeling overwhelmed at the moment which is completely unsurprising considering the year that we've all had so far. So I recently put a poll up on my Instagram to ask you know who is feeling overwhelmed and Nearly 100 people replied and it was 100% yes. So I thought that I would do a quick podcast episode today to go through some things that we can do when we're feeling overwhelmed. And I wanted to make it quick because these are all actionable things. So if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, you can listen to this quick episode and go and do something, one of the techniques straight off the bat. As with all my episodes, you'll find a blog post that goes with this that kind of covers the techniques in a bit more detail over on the antiburnoutclub.com. If you go to the podcast section, there you'll find um, all the resources and all of the guides to help you do some of these techniques. Okay, so let's start with number one, which is to take a big old dump. Not like that. Um, A brain dump. So this is one of my favorite things to do when I'm feeling overwhelmed. I often feel like my brain is, you know, when you put your headphones in your pocket and then you pull them out and they're all tangled. That's how I feel my brain is when I'm overwhelmed. And a brain dump can really, really help with this because it's a way of just gently untangling those headphones or your thoughts and your feelings. And I find that dealing with overwhelm is so much easier once I've written things down on paper. So number one is to take a brain dump. And I have written a whole guide. I did this at the beginning of the week because I did a big old dump. (laughs) That'll never not be funny. Um, I did a big brain dump at the weekend as I had just so much going on in my head. There's so much to do at the moment, I feel. So put it all down on paper in different categories. And I explain how to do that in the guide. But basically, it just getting it out of your head is so calming. And you can kind of have a look and be like, right, what have I got to do? What can be put off? What doesn't need to be on this list at all? And so I wrote a big guide about it that hopefully will be really helpful for some of you. I spoke to someone on Instagram yesterday who was feeling really overwhelmed. And I was like, oh, I've just put this up. Go have a look. And hopefully that's been really helpful for her. So number one is to take a brain dump. And number two follows on quite nicely from that. And it's what can you control? So once you have put everything down on paper, it's important to look at everything that you've got out of your head and onto paper objectively There are so many things out of our control this year. You know, we don't have control over who we can see or what we can do for the most part. And 
that has been really difficult for many of us. I mean, I'm a complete control freak. I like having control over everything as anyone that's ever worked with me or lived with me will tell you. I like control. And so it is hard and it can become really overwhelming when we try to control everything and those things are out of our control. So once you've written everything down, even if you don't follow the whole three steps of the brain dump, even if you just write down everything that's in your head at the moment, try to have a look at it objectively. Which of these things can you control and which of these things are out of your control? And it really helps because you realize how much you're holding on to that actually you don't need to hold on to, that there's nothing that you can do to change this situation. And so we have to focus on the things that we can control. And I know it's easier said than done to just say, you know, let go of all the things you can't control. And this is one that does take practice, but I do find that writing it all out on paper and sometimes even having Um, a list. So you've got on one side the things you can control and the things that, you know, you, you do need to work on. And on the other side, having the things that you can't control and just crossing those off, just physically crossing those off and saying, these don't deserve the space in my mind anymore. These are things that I cannot control and I'm going to get rid of them. Okay. So number three is the stop method or the stop technique. Those of you who regularly visit the website may have already seen this. I also did an Instagram post on this. And the stop technique is something that I learned in CBT quite a long time ago now. But it's something that's really stuck with me because it's such a good way of just regaining control of your thoughts and feelings. So again, I've linked to the whole guide of how to do this, um, but I'll just briefly run through it now. So S stands for stop, which basically means just physically stop what you're doing. Just stop everything, drop everything. Then you're going to move on to T, which is to take a step back. Now, I like to take a physical step back because I feel as though there's something about taking that physical step that reminds me that this is what I'm doing. I'm doing the stop method um, and this is what I need to do next. So O is observe. And this is to observe the situation, but also your thoughts and feelings. So how are you feeling? You know, we we know we're feeling overwhelmed. So it's kind of just observing that and saying, okay, I understand that I'm feeling overwhelmed. And the first P, because this is S-T-O-P-P, is to find some perspective. So once you've observed your thoughts and feelings, it's time to question them. And to get some perspective on why we're feeling like this or what's going on in our lives that might be making us feel overwhelmed. This isn't a chance to beat yourself up and go, oh, you know, I'm useless. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I can't can't control anything. I, you know, I, I just don't feel great or whatever. This is you're observing the situation and then you're understanding the situation. It's finding some perspective. And then the final P is proceed. So once you've processed your thoughts, carry on making your cup of tea or watching TV or whatever it is you were doing. The second P also stands for practice. So this is one of those techniques that the first, I don't know, 20 times you do it, you'll be like, this is, 
why has Bex told me to do this? This is useless. I just feel like an idiot just stopping and taking a step back from the kettle. Everyone's looking at me weird. But I find if you practice it over and over again, not just when you're feeling overwhelmed, but actually in times where you're doing something monotonous, like brushing your teeth or making that cup of tea, when you do start to feel overwhelmed or anxious, this comes in really handy because you've already got it in your toolbox. You know what you're doing and you'll stop, you'll take a step back, you'll observe, find some perspective and then you'll proceed. And many people call this CBT in a nutshell because it is a very simple way of practicing mindfulness and being aware of your thoughts and feelings and grounding yourself. And it's it's so helpful, like it really, really does help, but it does take practice. So give it a go and see how you get on and then keep practicing it until it just becomes second nature. Okay, number four is called tend and befriend. So the tend and befriend response to stress is a really interesting one because it's actually an inbuilt biological instinct. It's something that we've done forever And when we're feeling stressed or overwhelmed, we produce something called oxytocin. Now, this hormone is sometimes called the cuddle hormone, which I just think is so sweet. Um, But oxytocin is a hormone that basically encourages us to seek social support. And it's important to listen to that when we're feeling stressed and overwhelmed. So this is basically a scientific way of saying speak to someone. Um, What's really interesting, however, is that more women do this than men. So when women are feeling stressed and overwhelmed, there's a good chance that we will reach out to someone and we'll talk to someone. And I see this a lot on Instagram, you know, people come and tell me that they're feeling overwhelmed or they're burning out and they're mainly women. Whereas I live with a man who I can see sometimes is burning out or feeling overwhelmed, but he doesn't reach out in the same way that a female stranger would reach out. So if you are a guy and you're listening to this, I'm telling you to talk to someone. (laughs) It doesn't matter who it is. It could be a friend. It could be a family member, just picking up the phone and speaking to someone. I think this is important more than ever this year. Many of us haven't been able to socialize in ways that we normally would. And when we're feeling overwhelmed and we're producing that oxytocin, we need to kind of listen to it and go, okay, I can't necessarily give someone a cuddle at the moment, but I can reach out and I can give them a virtual cuddle and I can talk to them on the phone. I could go for a walk with them, just seeking that social support. This is also really helpful for untangling our minds as well. So it's kind of like a verbal brain dump. (laughs) If you have a friend that doesn't mind you wittering on, I've got a couple, um, I'm sorry guys. Um, But if you've got a friend that is a good listener, then pick up the phone and pop your brain dump on them. But don't forget to return the favor as well. Okay, and then finally, number five, I call ARA. Um, I call it this because I can't really say it very well. (laughs) It's anti-ruminative activities. So rumination is basically where our minds kind of wander and we focus on a lot of negative things. We tend to dwell on things. And this tends to happen, well, for me personally, it tends to happen when I'm not really focused on anything. So I find I do it when I'm emptying the dishwasher, when I'm making a cup of tea, when I'm sitting in front of the TV. And it's basically just our minds wandering, which is perfectly natural. It's perfectly normal. 
But it can be difficult when we're dealing with overwhelm because our minds tend to wander in a negative way. You know, we tend to think, oh, I haven't done that. I really need to do this. I need to put this on my list. Oh, no, I forgot this. And that can be really, really hard to keep on top of. So we need to find things that we can focus our attention on fully and your mind doesn't have too much space to wander. It's kind of like, I'm going to focus my mind on this thing and it doesn't have too much space to wander. Now, be careful with this because this isn't a way of kind of hiding from everything. This is definitely something that you should do alongside one of the other other techniques, Um, you know, talking to someone or taking a brain dump. Um, but this is something to give your mind a bit of a break and practicing some mindfulness again, really. Um, so I've got a couple of examples. First one is reading a book, but it has to be a good one. (laughs) I've been reading so many, um, like books for university at the moment that I couldn't tell you half of what I read because I've been ruminating all the way through them. They're so dull. (laughs) So a really good book that you can't put down that you can immerse yourself in. Ticking something off the to-do list. So this is kind of like a double whammy because it's going to help with the overwhelm because you've got something done. But you also need to make sure that it's something that doesn't seem too daunting because you don't want to be like, I'm overwhelmed, now I need to do more things. So find something that's quick and easy that you can tick off the list And if you have done a brain dump and you followed the three steps in the guide that I've put up, then you'll know that the first one is to find quick wins. So write down everything, find some quick wins and take something off your list that you can focus on. You could also practice meditation and mindfulness. I know that this is sometimes harder to do when you're feeling overwhelmed, especially if you're new to meditation or just to start with trying to focus on something completely different and focus on your breathing and everything else can be really hard um, not to ruminate during that. But I found that apps like Headspace or Calm have really good beginner level meditations that will help you learn these techniques, practice these techniques, and then when you need an anti-ruminative activity, um, then you'll have that again in your toolbox. You'll know how to practice those mindfulness moments. We could play a game. Um, Jake and I have been playing so many board games recently. I put a question up on Instagram and asked some of you for recommendations and then went went and bought like loads of them. So I find that that is really good because you're using your brain. You know, there's strategy involved in a lot of the games that we play. And it's just a lot of fun. You're kind of fully focused on that. It's not like watching TV where you're scrolling on your phone and thinking about what you're going to cook for tomorrow's dinner playing a game you you really immerse yourself in. It could be a video game, uh, a mobile game, just something that you can really sink your teeth into. I find I can play games like The Sims for 12 hours without a break and I haven't thought of anything negative in that time other than whatever's going on with my Sim. Oh, she's on fire. (laughs) So just find something that you can really sink your teeth into, that you can focus on. And I do think games are good for us. a lot of them require logic and strategy. And finally, moving. So yoga, Pilates, whatever you like to do, dancing around like you're in a Beyonce video, which I do regularly. This will really help you stop ruminating, but it also produces endorphins, which can help with overwhelm too. So again, it's another double whammy. You're you're focusing on something else. If it's 
something where you've got a routine in front of you, like a dance or yoga or whatever, then you're focused on on getting that right. And once you've moved around for a little bit, then the endorphins will kick in and that can really help with any negative moods that come with overwhelm. So these are five things that we can do uh, when we're feeling overwhelmed. But it's really important to remember that this isn't kind of a a one quick fix and it's all done. I'm all better now. Great. Many of these things you have to practice and come back to. And that is absolutely okay. So it might take a little while. You might try one of these techniques today because you're feeling overwhelmed and think, well, that's helped for a little bit. But then it's important to practice those things when you're not feeling overwhelmed so that when the overwhelm creeps in again, you know exactly what it is that you can do to stop your mind from ruminating or to untangle your brain. And then you kind of become a pro at dealing with this. When the overwhelm takes over, you're like, right, I'm going to do the stop technique. Then I'm going to do a brain dump. I'm going to look at the things that I can't control. And now I feel like my brain is finally untangled again. I hope that these have been helpful for you. I wanted to give you a quick reminder as well that the Anti-Burnout Club membership is launching on the 1st of January next year. So if you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed, I'm hoping this will be the perfect place for you to unwind. Um, You'll soon be hearing from some of the teachers. We've got yoga, Pilates, stretching, meditation, mindfulness, breath work, so much more. I'm going to be doing podcast episodes with the teachers. We'll be going on Instagram and Facebook Live just so that you can meet everyone and know what's coming next year. If you're not already on the wait list, get on the wait list. Uh, You'll find it on the website. There's a page called Join the Wait List or at the bottom of the article that goes with this podcast episode. And I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm overwhelmed. (laughs) But I'm practicing these techniques, so it's fine. Um... But yeah, I'm really, really excited. And there's so many of you on the wait list already. And yeah, I just think it's going to be an amazing start to, to next year. A bit more of a peaceful and calmer start, definitely. So that's it for me today. A nice quick one. I hope if you are feeling overwhelmed that one of these things will help you today. Do come and chat to me on Instagram. It'll be really, really nice to talk to you all. And I'll speak to you all again very soon. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Anti-Burnout Club. Please don't forget to subscribe and we'll talk again very soon.